You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News. Hello and welcome back to this week's Weekly Wrap-Up here on Sprott Money News. I'm your host, Jeff Rutherford, and on the line with me today, we have our chairman, Mr. Eric Sprott. Good morning, Eric. How are you doing today, sir? Hey, Jeff. I'm well. Another uh, tough week for precious metals investors, but... uh Lots of good data coming our way. I agree. I agree. So firstly, Eric, let's take a look at what's happening with the economy. Um, a lot of the economic data coming out of the U.S. right now, we have jobless claims, uh, PMI, foreign PMI. The latest housing numbers from the Federal Housing Finance Agency shows on Wednesday that the house price index ticked up 0.7% in February, above a 0.4% increase a month earlier. So they're saying this is an increase of 5.4% on a year-over-year basis. So what are your thoughts on all this economic data coming out of the U.S. right now, Eric? Well, it's the same old. I mean, everybody knows that the the U.S. macro data has been weak. I think the new home sales were down 11% year over year, even though we're expecting a good number. Manufacturing PMI was down in the U.S. Uh, Jobless claims were up in the U.S. PMIs in uh, Europe were weak. Of course, the PMI in uh, China... Uh, basically showed a recession and was weak. And pretty well everything you see that's going on, including things like, you know, IBM sales down 11% year over year, McDonald's sales down 4%. I think Coke sales were down. I think Procter & Gamble sales were down. Uh, There's a lot of signs that this sort of so-called recovery is not a recovery at all. As we've explained before, I think the Atlanta Fed suggested U.S. GDP might either rise by 0.1 or fall by 0.1 in the first quarter. And it looks like this whole trend is continuing where the consumer's tapped out and we're not going to see a recovery. So there's nothing really new. It's just a continuation of the the weakening trend that we've spoken to almost every week for the last number of months. So same old, same old. So likewise, again, Eric, uh, let's take a look what's happening with Greece. So the time is ticking away. Uh, we're looking now going into this weekend. So we should be hearing what's happening as far as them fulfilling their debt. We saw even this week a lot of Greek lenders, banks being devalued because of the whole situation in Greece as well, too. What are your thoughts on that in terms of how this all may play out? Well, Jeff, the joke continues. I mean, uh, Verifocus, I think, uh, whatever, three months ago said Greece was broke and they were broke. The charade continues, and then we have this meeting today in Latvia, and the, the preliminary discussions are everyone seems to be very far apart on what the solutions are. Interestingly, uh, the ECB keeps giving money to the Greek banks because the deposits are just pouring out. I think they might even have their emergency lending facility up to something like $80 billion, and I think the deposits in the whole banking system are something like $130 billion. So most of it's come from the ECB, and anybody with any uh, smarts is taking their money out of their bank. So the whole thing just continues. I don't think there is a, a reasonable uh, solution. The most likely solution is... It's just a default or some insane uh, European government says, well, let's just give them the money anyway, because what the hell, we're just pressing the keystroke. It could happen, but hopefully everyone would see through it that it's it's not a, um, a realistic s- a solution to a bankruptcy and, and bankruptcy would be the more realistic outcome. Now, Eric, let's switch over to a topic that we know is very near to the heart of our good friend Ed Steer, and that's high-frequency trading, the good old HFT boys. So, a lot of news this week in terms of spoofing. Would you care to elaborate on that, sir? Sure. Well, I think it was the CFTC or the SEC has charged some poor slob in uh, England who worked out of his uh, parents' basement 
was spoofing the markets, which apparently they were made aware of in, uh, I think it was May of 10. And here we are in April of 15 with finally some charges being laid. And believe me, this person was a very modest means relative to the stock market, but ostensibly he he could affect the S&P futures contract, which is just mind-boggling to imagine that some guy sitting in his parents' basement in London can affect the S&P futures. And he was simply working with a mouse. He didn't even have a high-speed high trading machine. <laughs> the whole thing is such a joke. And, of course, I guess the weakest part of the whole argument is that the CFTC knew about this uh, five years ago and did nothing about it. And this particular gentleman said, well, uh, do you want to just stop all this HFT trading by all the nerds that do it every day, 24 hours a day in the market? And, of course, th- that that's what we've been aware of, that this has been going on for a long time. The markets are a fraud that uh, they just get pushed around with people uh, uh, trading algorithms and pressing buttons on computers, and it bears no relationship to reality. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out and how and, and whether these regulators will just get creamed when they get in front of some of these uh, congressional hearings because it's it's absolutely a joke that nothing's happened. And, of course, it's my full belief that this has for sure gone on in the precious metals markets. It just used to see it happening every day. And unfortunately, these these uh, algorithms and uh, HFT traders can make things happen that bear no relationship to reality. And um, one of those realities I probably should talk to it now is in closing about gold and silver. I mean, we see these uh, data points coming out of Switzerland where I think the number was they exported something in the area of 270 tons in the month exported out of Switzerland. Well, of course, Switzerland produces no gold. That's the first thing everyone has to understand. So in order to export it, you got to import it. And they imported 97 tons from London. England produces no gold. So whose gold was it that was exported from London to Switzerland that then got shipped to India and China and Russia and many, many other countries? And these demand numbers are overwhelming. We saw that uh, Russia bought uh, 31 tons in March, which is, I mean, we expect central banks to buy something of four or 500 tons for the year. My God, if Russia ever bought 30 tons a month, that would account for 90% of all the buying. And of course, we have this same situation where, you know, people suspect that China's been buying. They haven't provided the numbers. They may very well provide some number, or I might even call it a number, not necessarily the right number, if they want uh, to be included in this uh, SDR basket that the IMF is discussing, whether or not the number will be some number that allows China to continue to accumulate, not suggested demand is as robust as it is, we'll have to wait and see. But I would say that all the data, yet again, on uh, gold demand is superlative. But we have to put up with these strange things that happen in supposed markets, I think most of your listeners would know that in time, gold and silver have to work out here. You can't keep printing money and have zero interest rates and or negative interest rates in a lot of cases and not have some uh, people who decide, well, I'm not leaving my money in the bank. It's over levered. I got to pay them to hold my money. Why don't I just buy some gold here? So I think all the data on the demand side continues 
to suggest that the price of gold and silver, for that matter, should both go higher. Well, Eric, let's hope so. We look forward to speaking to you next week because, again, we'll see kind of things have kind of play out with Greece. And as usual, we always appreciate your insight here on the weekly wrap-up. Well, my pleasure, Jeff, and uh, let's hope we have a better week. All the best. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. This is Jeff Rutherford for the weekly wrap-up here on Sprout Money News. Have a great weekend.